0: Missouri District Superintendent. That's the title. People always start with the titles, you know, like the Missouri District Superintendent. What I love is Brother Brian Parkey is more than a title. He is a great friend and really family to people, including the founding pastor of this church. And so uh, we are thankful that he's here because I get to I get the privilege the opportunity to work alongside of him on the district level because I serve in the North American missions role of planting new churches. Um, but it's so great because I'll go to national events and Missouri is on the map. I mean I'm telling you Missouri's rock and people always say like, what are you doing? What about this?" And I'm like, we have, the greatest district superintendent, so it makes my job simple and it 's wonderful to work with somebody who has your same vision and so i 'm just here to hold his hands up, but i can't reach him but <laughs> but I try I hold them by like the, the underarm right here. Um, <laughs> And so he's just, he's been here several times. He always has a word from God for us. And I want you to know he's a, he's a spiritual covering for us too In as a full-time superintendent in the churches in Missouri. Everything that we have been doing, looking at this journey, he spoke our, our, our first stewardship campaign. Um, every time I look at a building, I, I, I contact him. Here's what I'm looking. Here's where I'm looking. Here's Because I know that if God's going to speak and he speaks to him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to receive it. And so he's just been a covering in in every time we talk, how are things looking, what's going on, what's new. So I want you to know that you have a friend in him, not just somebody that's a superintendent that you might not, oh, that's a title. No, he's a man of God who keeps you individually, this church and our journey. He's praying for us constantly. He's invested in that and he loves us. He loves this church. And so for me, that's beautiful because I get to I get to bring somebody to the pulpit that's not just gonna preach a, a good message, but someone that loves us and has heard from God for us. And so Brother Parkey, come on up, sir. Take your liberty.
1: Won't you give your pastor a great hand clap of appreciation? You've got such a wonderful man and woman of God that are leading this congregation. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to Refuge Church in Liberty on this Sunday. And uh, pastor called me earlier this week, and I was preaching this morning in Hamilton. I tag team with my son. That was a joy. And uh, I said, for, for you and for this church, I'm, I'm there. If, if I can be there, I'm coming, because I love you and your wife and your kids, and I love this church. Amen. And uh, how many have ever heard the Gary Dornbach Trio sing? Let me see your hand. Uh, the Gary Dornbach Trio <laughs> sang at camp meeting <laughs> on Friday morning. And so I'm going to write a little request to hear the Gary Dornbach Trio sing, and I'll leave it right here. And so just anytime you say, Pastor, there's a request up there for you to sing. And I know it's going to be wonderful and marvelous and all those good things. And, uh, but, uh, no, we do appreciate the Dornbox, and they're a blessing to this church. They're a blessing to this district, and they're a blessing to the United Pentecostal Church. And it's a joy to be co-laborers with them. God's doing great things across this district, and I'm so thankful uh, to be uh, yoked up with you in the work of the kingdom. And uh, we're looking forward uh, for what God's going to do. Why don't we stand together, and we're going to read from Jeremiah chapter 33. Let me, let me just give a word to this church uh, from the Lord uh, and for the enemy. Uh, you can't curse this. Uh, Peter, upon this rock I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. There was a man in the Old Testament his name was Balaam and and he the, the, they were afraid of the people of God and they hired him to come curse God's people. And he, he would set up on this hill and try to curse God's people, and that didn't work. And he'd move to another hill, and he'd try to curse them from that hill, and that didn't work. And, and finally he said, you know what, I can't curse these people. He said, they, they've got the name of God on them. They've got the shout of a king among them. That, hey, these people are covenant people, and there's nothing I can do. Every time I open my mouth to curse them, God shoves a blessing in it. I'm telling this church right now, the enemy can't curse you. The enemy can't curse you because you are a people of destiny. God is taking you to a place that He has prepared and that He has promised and the devil can't do anything about it. Somebody ought to clap your hands. I'm talking about your family, your finances, your future. You can't curse it. Greater is He he, who is that? Jesus. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And if God be for us, then who can be against us? Hallelujah. So I'm excited about what God's doing. Hallelujah. I'm excited about where God is taking you. I'm excited about the miracle that's in the making right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to look back and say, what hath God wrought? Look what the Lord hath done. Look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I know everything we go through is not the devil. But I'm telling you, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and wickedness in high places. Amen. There is an adversary of our soul. But I'm so thankful, amen, for the God that's in us and the God that's with us. Jeremiah chapter 33. Jeremiah chapter number 33, the first three verses. Read, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time. Notice this. While he was yet shut up in the court of the prison. Doesn't matter what you're going through today. God can speak to you. Doesn't matter your location. Does not matter your surroundings. Doesn't matter any of those details. Just set them aside and say, Lord, I may be in prison today. I may be surrounded, but God speak to me today. Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is His name. Sometimes we have to be reminded of who's talking to us. This isn't just some little G God. This is God Almighty, God Eternal, the God who said, let there be and there was. <laughs> Call unto me, and I will answer and show the great and mighty things which thou knowest not hallelujah I believe in the Holy Ghost God wants to open our eyes and get us ready to see some things that we don't know anything about hallelujah let's pray right now in the name of Jesus God I thank you for this great church this great leadership this great promise and anointing and favor that's upon this church God, I thank you for every guest that's here today. Lord, I'm talking to somebody who feels like they're in prison. I'm talking to somebody, God, that feels like they're surrounded. I'm talking to somebody, God, who doesn't see a way out, but something's fixing to shift in the atmosphere. Something is fixing to shift in their life. Hallelujah. The Word is fixing, Lord, to do a work in this house. Hallelujah. Scales are going to fall off our eyes, and Lord, we're going to see, Lord, hallelujah, that there's chariots of fire that are around us, God, as you are preparing to do your work in our midst. In the name of Jesus, I wish somebody just lift a praise to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. I wish somebody just get loud with your praise right now. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Praise God. You may be seated. Several years ago, I went to a minister's meeting at the Chateau on the Lake in Branson, Missouri. Anybody ever been to the Chateau? As Brother Gleason would say, the Chateau. It's a beautiful place on the edge of Table uh, Rock Lake. And unbeknownst to me, when I arrived that evening, arrangements were made to give me the VIP treatment. I didn't deserve it. I don't know how it happened, but they gave it to me when I arrived. They, they parked my car, they carried in my bags, and they showed us to, to a very nice room. In the room, there was a mint on the pillow and a basket of fruit uh, on the table, and back later on in the evening, they knocked on my door and they said, "Do you want turndown service?" I told my wife I said, "What in the world is that I don't I, nobody's tucked me in since I was a kid. I, I don't want that. no, thank you go 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 to somebody else's room We're, we're good here. Uh, but the thing that impressed me the most is when I uh, pulled back the curtain, there was the most beautiful view of the lake along with the trees. But there are many vibrant shades of fall colors. And I text my mom. I said, you know what? We're in a room with a view. In our text, Jeremiah was getting the VIP treatment. It wasn't the very important person treatment. It was the very incarcerated person treatment. Jeremiah was in prison. Jeremiah did not have a window. Jeremiah did not have uh, the advantage of seeing the sun. No, he was shut up in the court of the prison. Uh, He wasn't in prison for doing wrong. He was in prison for doing right. There were no mints on his pillow. There were no fruit baskets on the table. There was no one offering to give him turn down service, whatever in the world that is. But in the midst of the prison, his connection with God was not severed. Even in the prison house, he had a room with a view because he could see what God was doing in the spirit even when he could not see it in his flesh. Hallelujah. I've come to tell somebody today, don't let your spiritual vision get clouded by your circumstance. The sun isn't always visible, but it doesn't mean that it's not shining. The psalmist said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall Strengthen thy heart. Wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. I wish we'd lift our hands right now and lift our voices to the Lord. Hallelujah. And say, God, I want to see what you see. I want to sense what you sense. Hallelujah. I may not be able to see it or sense it in my flesh right now. Hallelujah. But it doesn't matter what I feel. Amen. Because my faith is intact. I've got a little bit of faith right now. Hallelujah that I can look out from my prison cell. I can look out from my sickness. I can look out from my circumstance and I can declare God is at work on my behalf. Hallelujah. God knows where I'm at. God knows what I'm going through and God is going to see me through. While in prison, the word of the Lord showed up. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I don't care what you're going through. The word of the Lord is here today. To speak to your situation. Hallelujah. How many are thankful for those times when you found yourself in the prison? You found yourself in the valley. You found yourself not knowing what to do. But here came a word from the Lord. And it didn't mean everything changed immediately. It didn't mean that that, that you were out of prison. It didn't mean that it happened in that very moment but all of a sudden your spirit latched a hold of a word from God. Hallelujah. And it was that word that began to lead you. Is that word that began to motivate you. Is that word that kept you and sustains you in your dark hour. I'm thankful for the power of the word of God. Hallelujah. That's what brings me back to a pulpit every week. Hallelujah. Because when you start mixing the word with faith, anything is possible. Hallelujah. I don't care what the disease is. I don't care what the bank account looks like. I don't care how lost they are or away from God. Hallelujah when the word starts working. Amen. God is here to do a miracle in this place. God is present to work on our behalf. 2 <laughs> Kings chapter 7 Bible tells us that the city of Samaria was surrounded The people were starving to death. King was trying to, 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 to uh, assassinate the prophet. He was trying to silence the voice of the prophet. You see sometimes people get, they get things backwards. They start attacking the very voice. That is the voice that can bring victory in their life. Turn their back on the Word of God. They turn their back on the Spirit of God. They they turn their back on God's miraculous power. Amen. It's not time to shut the Word of God. It's not time, amen, to to handcuff the man of God of the pulpit. But it's time to say, I want to hear what the Spirit's saying to the church. I don't know everything about the book of Revelation. I don't have it all figured out. But I know there's, there's a line that's repeated seven times. It says, He that hath an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Hallelujah. There's a stirring right now in our culture. There's a stirring among young people. There's a stirring among college students. There's a stirring in our society right now. And people are saying, I need to hear from God. I need a word from God. I've tried this and that didn't work. I went there and that didn't work. But I'm looking to heaven from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Amen. The Word is here today. The Word can make a difference. Second Kings 7 1, then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, tomorrow about this time. Right. Hallelujah. 24 hours, God can turn. In 24 hours, God can give you the miracle. In 24 hours, God can give you the answer. In 24 hours, the thing you've been praying about can happen. Does anybody believe that right now? hallelujah in 24 hours there can be a new report in 24 hours the miracle can start in 24 hours you can get the phone call in 24 hours there can be the letter in the mail tomorrow about this time something's fixing to shift tomorrow about this time there's a miracle that's going to be shaping up are you ready are you ready i see something in my prison house i see god doing a miracle Lift your hands and praise him right now. Lift your voice and praise him. Hear ye the word of the Lord. In 24 hours, God turned a famine into a feast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God can turn it around for you. Amen. You may be in prison. but Don't forget who your God is. Thus saith the Lord, the Maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is His name. Who is it that we're hearing? Hallelujah. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Jeremiah. Let me remind you how this started. It was dark, hallelujah, it was, it was void, it, it was empty, hallelujah, but the Spirit of God started moving, hallelujah. One translation says the Spirit of God hovered over the water with the expectation that something's fixing to change, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel there's a hovering of the Spirit. There's a hovering over your life. There's a hovering over this service. There's a hovering over your your circumstance. Hallelujah. 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 That something is fixing to happen. Something is fixing to shift. Hallelujah. 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 The Spirit of God started moving upon the face of the waters. Why don't you say, Spirit, move in me today. Spirit, move in my life today. Hallelujah. Why don't you let the wind of the Spirit begin to move across you and begin to position you. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Hallelujah. And God said, let there be light. And there was LIGHT! Darkness no more. Amen. Formless no more. Because the creative power of the Word of God was being released into the atmosphere. Hallelujah. I've just come to release a word of faith that everything's going to be all right. Amen. That greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. That He who has begun a good work in you is going to complete it unto the day of Christ Jesus. Would somebody thank the Lord right now? Hallelujah. I'm standing on the promise. I'm standing on the promise. I'm standing on the promises. of God. In prison. Wasn't it camp meeting? Although I'm thankful for camp meeting. But in prison. God gave a promise to Jeremiah. And all who heard him. Call unto me. Hallelujah. And I will answer. answer. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Hallelujah. Prayer is the window to see what God is up to. Prayer is the window to see what God is up to. Hallelujah. Ask, and it shall be given you, Jesus said. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many came to cry out to him today? God, you know where I'm at. God, you know where I, I don't have to explain it to you. God, I just I'm, I'm here today to say, God, I need your word. I, I need to see what you're seeing. God, I need you to show me God, hallelujah, the steps that I should take. Amen. I love First Corinthians chapter two verses nine and 10, but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered. Into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But the next verse says this But God, but God hath revealed them unto us. How? By his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Yea. The deep things of God. There are things going on right now in the spirit that I can't see with my eye. I can't hear with my ear. I, I cannot perceive with my natural senses. But there's something in the spirit that says God is up to something. Yes. Yes. Woo! Yes. Hallelujah. Right. Yes. Hallelujah. And I just trust Him. Okay, God, you've got this figured out. God, you know what you're doing. Hallelujah. My hope is in you. My hope is not in what I see. My hope is in who I know. My hope is in the Lord. My hope is in my Father. My hope is in the God who said, let there be light. And there was light. God can do it for me. If He did it for Jeremiah, He will do it for you. Sometimes we can't see it. When I was a kid, I liked to go grocery shopping with my mom because I got to pick out the cereal. (laughs) I think there'll be cereal in heaven. (laughs) And if back in my day, you know, to get a toy out of the cereal box was a big deal or the Cracker Jack box. Kids are so spoiled anymore, it's like nothing anymore. Sometimes you would pick the the cereal by what was the toy that was promised in the box. I don't really care how it tastes. I want that toy. You know, there was a constant, there was a a problem with one box of cereal. Because Captain Crunch was always lost. And when you looked on the back of that cereal box, it would ask you to find Captain Crunch. But if you looked at the back of the box, you couldn't find Captain Crunch. unless you had the secret decoder glasses <laughs> and when nobody was looking you took your hand and you went to the bottom of the cereal box <laughs> come on I know you're don't look at me like you're not guilty and you pull out those red plastic film glasses he's safe I know how to get Captain Crunch out of where he's at (laughs) you've been looking at that cereal box all week that cereal box of your life your circumstance your dilemma saying I don't see a way out I don't see a way forward Something happens when the spirit starts moving. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden our vision starts changing and all of a sudden God begins to bring hope back into our spirit again hallelujah and we begin to look again and all of a sudden faith begins to rise and faith gets mixed with the word and we look again and we say you know what there is a way out hallelujah there is hope for me there is hope for my future there is hope for my situation hallelujah 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 I'm thankful for the work of the spirit that's in this church I'm thankful for the work of the Spirit that's in this church. Hallelujah. When you're surrounded by people, amen, who rob you of your faith, but you came to the house of God on a Sunday, and the Spirit started moving, and the Word went forth. And somebody can say, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see a way out. I see an answer for my sin. I see an answer for my dilemma. I see how God can bring me to where. I need to be. Hallelujah. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Hallelujah. And he's here today. Hallelujah. He's here today. First Kings chapter 18. Familiar story where fire falls from heaven. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? Two of you think so? (laughs) Hallelujah. Fire came down through the ceiling right now and swallowed up this pulpit. That'd be kind of cool. As long as I wasn't preaching. (laughs) Do that next Sunday, Lord. 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 1 came to pass after many days three, three and a half years the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying go show thyself unto Ahab and I will send rain is that what God said? it's okay, it's not a trick question is that what God said? go show thyself unto Ahab and God would do what? and rain okay I'll go show myself to heaven. God's going to send rain. They go to Carmel. He prays a prayer. Fire fell. But they've been in drought for three years. They didn't need fire, they needed rain. Hallelujah. God said, Go show yourself, and I'll send rain. Was it raining? was raining. Verse 42, the Bible says that Ahab went up to, to eat and drink. Elijah went up to the top of Carmel and he cast himself down. I wonder if he had a temper tantrum. You ever seen a two-year-old cast himself down? <laughs> you know what? I've wanted to have a few temper, temper tantrums with God. Said, if I showed myself to Ahab, you were going to send rain. Isn't it ain't raining. Where are you at? For himself. Hallelujah. Cast himself down upon the earth, and he put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, "Go up now and look toward the sea." And he went up and looked, and said, "There is nothing." He undoubtedly had to kind of block everything else out. God, everywhere I look, it's nothing. I'm glad you set the fire, but where's the rain? You said if I'd show myself to Ahab, you'd you'd send the rain. Hello, God. Probably in a cave. Send a servant out. Go look, see if you see anything. Come back in. Sorry, boss. No rain. Hallelujah. Kept sending him out time after time. There's nothing. But it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand and he said go up and tell Ahab prepare thy chariot and get thee down because there's rain coming and if you don't get down that mountain it's going to stop thee and it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and the wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins, and he ran before Ahab to the, rent, to the entrance of Jezreel. Hallelujah. Sometimes we live in the meanwhile. Sometimes we live, oh, I don't see anything yet, but you just get ready. You just get ready. Hallelujah. Because when you've got your face on the floor, when you've got your face and your eyes see nothing and your servant sees nothing, hallelujah, you can see something through the eyes of the Spirit that God is at work and God is fixing to do something for me and God's fixing to do something for my family. God's fixing to do something for that lost neighbor. God's fixing to do something at my job. God's fixing to do something about my finances. And until He does, in the meanwhile, I'm going to keep on praying, and I'm going to keep on believing. I'm going to keep on worshiping I'm going to stay in the word I'm going to stay in the spirit I'm going to let the spirit move because when I can't see it the spirit comes back and says you can't see it but it's there you can't feel it but it's there you don't know how it's going to happen but God is going to show himself strong Hallelujah. If you need a miracle, I want you to claim it right now. If you need a breakthrough, I want you to claim it right now. If you need salvation, you can have it in this house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm hurrying to close, but I want to talk to a specific group of people right now. Sometimes we find ourselves... In the prison house of our own sin and our own mistakes. And the enemy would try to convince you that there's nothing else that you will ever see. Hallelujah. The enemy tries to convince us that our our present circumstance will never change. We'll never be happy again. We'll never have joy again. We'll never be free again. We'll never be anointed again. We'll never be used again. But I'm telling you, that's the voice of the accuser. That's the voice of the liar. Because the voice of your Savior and the voice of your Father today is saying, take another look. Take another look. Because while you're in prison, I want to show you some things that you don't even know about. Acts chapter 2. Peter preached a sermon about the crucifixion of Jesus, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And he said, "This, this man whom you've crucified, hath been made both Lord and Christ." His message wouldn't be popular on TV today because he said, "You killed him. You, you, you killed him. It was your sin. It was your failure. It was your mistake that he took to the cross." And they felt the weight of conviction. And they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? The, 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 the King James word, which is, a, it, it's, we don't use it in this context, but they were pricked in their heart. It's like they were stabbed in their heart, Acts 2 37. They were, they were pricked in their heart. Don't raise your hand, but we've all felt that. I've got mistakes, I've got failure, I've got sin. Hey, sin is a universal problem that none of us have escaped. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's no perfect people here at Refuge. Hey, they may look nice in a suit and tie and have their hair fixed nice, but I'm telling you, we all, amen, we're lost and undone without God. It's the grace and mercy of God that allows any of us to hold our head up high. It's not my grace. It's not my goodness. It's by the grace of God I am what I am. I don't deserve His goodness. I don't deserve His blessing. They were pricked in their heart. And they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? We're in prison. We don't see a remedy. Peter said, take another look. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Take another look. There's a remedy for your sin. There's a remedy for your mistake. If you're here today, you're feeling the weight of that sin. I'm going to give you the same answer. Take another look. You may be in prison. You may be surrounded. You may feel bound. You may feel trapped. But there's a promise to you. Amen. If you'll repent. If you'll repent. If you'll cry out and say, God, I'm a sinner. God, I need you. Hallelujah. He will hear you. He will forgive you. You can be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and every sin will be washed away. And God will fill you with His Spirit because the promise is to you. It's to your children. It's to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Can I get a testimony? You were in that prison house. You were addicted. You were shamed by your sin, but Jesus came and found you in your prison house, and Jesus said, "You're coming out, you're coming out, you're coming out. He whom the Son has set free is free. indeed, stand with me right now. Hallelujah, can you just lift your hands and your voices to the Lord right now? Hallelujah and love him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, come on, call on Him. Call on Him, and He will answer. Call on Him, and He will answer. Call on Him, and He will answer. And He will show thee great and mighty things. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hallelujah, the Spirit is working right now. The Spirit is working right now. Hallelujah. Come on, Jeremiah. You may be in a prison house, but don't forget who your Creator is. Don't forget who your Maker is. Don't forget the power that's in His Word. Hallelujah. Could it be by this time tomorrow, everything's changed. Could it be by this time tomorrow, there's a miracle. Hallelujah. 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 God began to speak to Jeremiah about the restoration of Jerusalem. He said in 33, 10 and 11, he said, Thus saith the Lord again, there shall be heard in this place, which you say shall be desolate without man and without beast, even in the cities of Judah. And the streets of Jerusalem that are desolate, without man and without inhabitant without beast. Here's the promise, Jeremiah thirty-three, eleven. The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. The voice of them that shall say, "Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good." For his mercy endureth forever and of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord for I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first saith the Lord hallelujah doesn't matter what your present circumstance is when God gets involved anything is possible hallelujah Is so there anybody here today that would lift a hand and say, I need a miracle? I need a word. I've got some circumstances that are surrounding me or us. Or Go ahead. God's okay with you just being honest. God's okay with you just saying, God, I don't understand everything I'm going through. or I don't know the way out. He's okay with that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many believe God can give you a miracle today? God can give you a word today. God can cause the scales to fall off your eyes that we heard about Friday night at camp meeting. And you take, a, take another look and you see <laughs> that they that be for us are more than be against us. I see chariots of fire. I see angels encamping round about those that love Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah before you come. I'm inviting you to come, but maybe you want to ask somebody next to you, hey, you want to go pray together? Hallelujah. And then come to the front of this building, because we're going to have victory here together here in just a moment. Hallelujah. Would you step out of your seat right now and come to the front of this building? Hallelujah. Say, God, I want want to see what you want me to see today. I want your spirit to work. I want your spirit to show me, God, what I don't currently see. Hallelujah. God, I've come to cry out to you. Hallelujah. Whether you come forward or not, if you would just cry out to him in whatever way you feel comfortable right now. Hallelujah. God's going to hear your cry. God's going to move in this place. He's here right now he's here to help you he's here to strengthen you he's here to deliver you